KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Postgame Show on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. They're finally getting it, guys. The Thunder are finally understanding the assignment. The Thunder lose competitively to the Toronto Raptors, 112 to 106. Only lose by six tonight. Starting to get it done in a highly competitive way. So, this is your first take Thunder post game show. I am Christine Butterfield, of course. Behind the glass is your favorite producer's favorite producer, my favorite producer of the franchise, Matt Burton. How thank are you, you? Thank you. I'm doing well. Doing well on this uh, on this Sunday. On this nice Sunday night, weather's finally back. Oh, it was great today. It, it felt good. great today. I went golfing today. It was great. Oh, nice. It, actually, it was terrible. My game was terrible. But <laughs> but like you I told you, showed me the injury on your thumb a little yeah, bit. Like it got I a little told rougher. you, I, I got to I saw the course. I yeah, saw every you, bit of the course today. You saw the rough. You yep, saw the everywhere. nice trees. Everywhere. Everywhere. Water, bunkers, everything. Yeah. Well, finally, kind of understanding this NBA schedule is going to be... Is someone joining us on the tie line? Of course, Jerry Ramsey, who is kind of getting into the schedule a little bit lately. Jerry, how are you doing? I mean, I'm tanking too, right? What do you do? You get a you get an old crusty veteran who okay. really has nothing to, nothing to gain. He just plays out his time, and that is exactly what's going on. A couple of upstarts and the old crusty veteran. Wow. And here I here I am. Look, we all know that I'm the third highest paid player on the payroll. So, okay. Uh, might as well. I don't think that was well known, but I'm glad you put it get out there. Get that, just like Darius Miller. Uh, just sure. you know, get to get it out there. You're so, there you're not you go. gonna call yourself the Al Horford of the team. Can't come back in back to back games. You know. I am bilingual, kind of in a way. I don't get how that's relevant. Al Horford. Al Horford is. He's very really bilingual. Yeah. Yes. So then, so then, why aren't you comparing yourself to Al Horford? Then why are you going for Darius Miller there? You're right, and I am married to someone similar to Miss Universe. You nailed it, Christine. Good job. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Anytime, Jerry. Like I said before. Is that it? Is the show, hold on, is the show over? Are we good? Yeah. I mean, was that Chico already? Did Mrs. Ramsey hear you? Was she in earshot? Oh, you can yell it stuff. if you need to. He only no, got on air not. to say that comment about the Miss Universe. <laughs> and Thanks now for joining us, Jerry. Appreciate it. Um, anyway. Thunder lose 112 to 106, one of the most competitive losses they've had in a while, actually. And this is exactly what the Thunder need to be doing right now. They're getting towards getting that better draft pick. And Lou Dort is one of those players that has been understanding the assignment. He has looked fantastic for the past couple of games. He scored 29 points tonight, and he was 5 of 8 from behind the arc. He was shooting 5 of 5 at one point, which is just insane. And even though he had this great stat line, the team still loses. And I guess that's kind of what you want to see at this point, right, Matt? Like, each player to be looking competitive, looking strong, but yet they still find a way to lose yeah, in the last yeah. couple minutes. It feels it feels bad to say, because you want them, you know, you want them in good performances. You want these young guys to be rewarded with wins, but uh, as a uh, Thunder fan who, you know, kind of understands where... The trajectory uh, of where the they The trajectory, go. yes, and what kind of what Oklahoma City needs to do if they want to get back to competing for titles. You got to build through the draft if you're Oklahoma City. No no free agents are coming here, so right. uh, sorry, sorry to say that 
uh, gotta be to honest the, to the young guys of the Oklahoma City Thunder, but that's just that's how it is. You, you kind of got to root for these losses, give yourself the best chance at, uh, especially one of these top five picks. So, uh, yeah, no, everyone looked good tonight. Um, I say everyone, but no, guys, look good. the guys, like, eh. guys who we wanted to like wanted to see, like Baisley, mm-hmm. Dort, Poku, like the, those guys all look good tonight. Yeah, and Jerry, I'll go to you on this. Uh, with Lou Dort looking as strong as he's had the past couple of games, kind of getting into that SGA level range there, he tied SGA's career high with his own with 42 points, scores 29 tonight. Do you think Lou Dort's kind of trying to show people that he can be the number two guy along with SGA here? I'm very confused about what's going on with Lou Dort. I'll be very honest with you. Um, he doesn't have the best handles on the team. Uh, right now, Maladon does, but yeah, he's handling a lot of the offense and getting the offense into it, and it just it looks weird. I'll just put it that way. Um, yeah, he's shown a propensity of getting to the rim, and he's not afraid to uh, you know put him up tonight, five of eight from three point range. But I just you know I would be more comfortable. We get it, Dort. Dort, you can score. We got it. Uh, I'd be more comfortable if Maladon would start actually demanding the ball a little bit more and being more that playmaker and maybe not putting so much pressure on Lou Dort. Lou Dort had some pretty big turnovers at the end of the game, and I think that's part of handling the ball and handling the um, offense so much that I, I think it would be a lot, and it's going to be a lot smoother of a transition for him when SGA gets back and some more talented people get back because he's not going to be playing on ball as much as he is now. Yeah, I've been kind of feeling that way about Teo Maladon for a few weeks now, and we've seen his numbers decrease in basically each category, especially tonight. You talk about Lou Dort getting more pressure and more responsibility on leading the offense, and it shows because Teo only shot five shots tonight, only had five attempts, and he only had two assists, which leads you to know that he's not really being a big key distributor in this offense. He's not seemingly able to find his own shot yet and a lot of people are saying yeah well that's just you know how he is because he's so young and he's coming into the NBA and he needs to find his spot but Matt whenever you see this guy who's supposedly supposed to be SGA's kind of second tier guy like the guy who can kind of lead the bench and it seems like he doesn't even have the confidence to lead people that are more talented than the players on the bench do you think that that's kind of concerning for the Thunder's future? Um no, not really. I think Teo Maladon, and I've sa- I've said this for a couple weeks now. I feel like a, a broken record, but I think Maladon's hit a wall. Like he's hit a rookie wall. I think um, he's never he's never played this much um, before in his entire life, and he's 19 years old. And infamously, his coach last year in France wouldn't even play him to, to uh, Tony Parker's um, disagreement. But you know that's okay. But I think, is- I think. I think Teo. I think he's just hitting a little bit of a wall. Like he's playing more, more than what he he probably even expected he was going to be playing this year. He's 19, and everybody forces that. And he is young, and I totally get that. And on this team, a 19-year-old young guy coming over. I mean, he's not going to demand the ball, and he doesn't have that. Uh, what does Poku have? Just that lack of self-awareness. Uh, that he doesn't, you know, Poku on the floor. I think it's always, a lack of uncomfortability with Poku because he. No, 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 no. Let me tell you what Poku has. Me and Poku, we uh, we share the same love language. We think we're the the best option in the room whenever we step on it. Poku actually thinks that he's the best option 
on the floor at all times. Just look at the way he plays. Sometimes he's not strong enough. Sometimes he can't get it done. But if you see him, he does not lack uh, any of the confidence. I wish we could just take a, just a tiny slice of Poku's confidence, which you don't want to take anything from the kid. He might collapse. But then give it a little bit to Maladon, and that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see Maladon exert himself a little bit more and, and, and Poku just get a, a better sense of, you know, not every single option is your option, pal. Yeah, I think Poku might need to mentor Teo Maladon a little bit on how to find your shot and also how to believe in yourself more because if we've seen anything from Poku this season, it's that he will never basically stop shooting. Even if he's made like made one shot all night, he still thinks that he's the best option, like you said, Jerry. And I think that's why we've seen him progress the way that he has. But we've kind of already touched on a few good players tonight, but I think it's time to make it official. Matt, would you please go into player of the game? Now, the Franchise Thunder player of the game, brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. I'm never giving Jerry the opportunity to go first again after what happened the last time. So, Unbelievable. Matt, Unbelievable. who's your player of the game? My my player of the game, I I, I want to go Lou Dort, but I mean after the first quarter he kind of struggled. I say that, but he was perfect in the first quarter. So um, <laughs> now give me Darius Baisley. I feel like okay. there. I feel like there at the end he kind of he kind of kept him in it for a little bit. He came he came back off the bench with about what seven and a half minutes left to go. Immediately hit a couple threes, and uh, no, I th- I think he did some good things tonight. So give me Darius Baisley. Hot take, uh, Jerry. Who you got? Yeah, sixteen and eight. Very hot. I looked at Lou, I looked at Lou Dort's turnovers. According to the thing, he only has one. But I saw a couple of of. I, I guess maybe. Uh, oh, okay. The one on Gary Trent. The turnover to Gary Trent didn't count because he was out of bounds. So I guess he got lucky with that. So let's just go ahead and go with uh, the you know the Mick Cheeseburger there. Oh, Lou Dort. He is. He's built like a double cheeseburger. So twenty nine points. Five to eight, four rebounds, one turnover. Uh, what do they call a double cheeseburger in Montreal? Mm, double, double. I don't know. <laughs> Christine, Christine speaks French, so I don't know. I think it's, I think it's just a double cheeseburger. Still, <laughs> I, I was just making a random Pulp Fiction reference, but thank you for for playing along. That was nice. Thanks. You're so welcome. <laughs> Any- double, double. Gotcha. I gave my best shot. What can I say? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know how you really go uh, anyone other than Lou Dort here. I mean, he scored, what was it, 21 points in one quarter. That's freaking insane. But for him to not be able to really produce anything after that first quarter, he only scored eight points after that to finish with 29. Um, Wish you could have seen a little bit more of a consistent game from him tonight. But again, we get it. Thunder are trying to tank, so he definitely did his job there. But big shout out to... Olevsky Pokashevsky tonight for being the first player since LeBron James in 2004 to have a plus five shooting night, plus five rebounds, plus five adult uh, assists. What am I saying? And plus five blocks. Jeez. I mean, like, I, I usually am, you know, one of his biggest critics on this show, but. To see the way he's progressed and to be able to kind of do a little bit of everything tonight, I thought that that was a big, big time game for him. Honestly, I'm but you be seem the to one. disagree. I'm going to be the one that poo-poo's on this, right? Okay, Ber- uh, Birdie, Maddie, what? <laughs> Birdie, can you? Uh, I mean, what, what am I doing wrong here? 
I, why am I groaning? Why Why does this hurt my sensibility? You know I, why I it bothers me, though? It bothers oh. me because I'm not prepared for him to start being compared to LeBron James. I, I, I don't think he's being compared to LeBron James at all. I just see people yeah, but no one's that's saying. What the, no one's saying. That's what the stat says. No one's yeah. realistically saying. Oh, he's gonna. He's the next LeBron James. I can. I know. But I'm just. I can just see this headline coming out, <laughs> and then like all the ESPN talk shows coming out and being like, "Is Poku the no, new LeBron?" And I'm like, I don't. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that conversation. You will, not, I, I, you will not be hearing that unless you're on some like deep thunder Twitter. Yikes! Like you're not going to be hearing that conversation. I don't think. Can this not come on a night where he doesn't go over eight? I would have loved. Him. I would have loved for him not to go zero for eight to what have he, this like stat line thing going on here. What if he this, went one of eight? Would you feel okay with that? Or oh, you... be a lot better. He would be have. <laughs> he'd have eleven points then, right? So, I don't know. This is one of those things that people make up. Uh, I always talk about those made up stats that make an event seem bigger. Uh, look, the guy fills up the stat sheet tonight. Uh, can we mention who Toronto was playing? I mean, it wasn't DeMar DeRozan and Kawhi Leonard, and like this was not. The it wasn't even Pascal Siakam who's still on their team. No, it was not. Uh, who do we got here? Who, who is this? Well, if they um, would have scored any more, Jerry the Thunder might have won, and then that would have been terrible for their lottery bro, he, chances. Bro, he Why? puts up the stat line against Malachi Flynn. I mean, <laughs> come I'm on, not... Malachi Flynn is a bad guy in a B movie. That I'd just watch on Showtime. I wouldn't even watch it in the movies. Poku could have been Paul Watson tonight. Uh, Paul on the, Watson. On the, Ra- on the Raptors, uh, who went 0 for 10 from the field tonight. <laughs> he was on the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. I don't know if you know that about Paul Watson. <laughs> I really didn't, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, you're speaking a different language. Yeah, we, we're, we're, we're too young. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, that listen, I, I fine. That's a cute stat line. And if you have fun with that stat line, you're a Thunder fan. I don't, I don't. I'm not hating on you. I'm just saying that that things in the rearview mirror are, are not what they seem. No. It's that's not. Yeah. I'd say have fun with it. He did. He did. He does a lot of things really well. But as far as uh, him and LeBron James should not be in the same sentence. No, I completely agree. I just think it's worth mentioning just because I think it adds a little bit for him to know that he can do good things incrementally better in each game. So for him to be able to have a stat line like this, that shows him getting a tad better in each different area of his game. I think that that's a good thing for him to know and for him to realize that he's starting to get better in every area instead of just being like, oh, well, my shot percentage has gone up now. Or, oh, like I'm getting more blocks than I was a while ago. Like For him to know that each part of his game is getting better a little bit by a little bit, I think that's good, especially when you're looking at this season for the Thunder as being a key developmental season for each player. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise. You know the vibes? Always good vibes in the franchise studios. Of course, whenever Matt Burton and I are here, duh. But the Thunder lose 112 to 106. Before we get into this, though, Jerry, I was talking to Matt about this during the break. I find it kind of funny that even though the NBA coaches are allowed to dress casual for these games, Mark Dagnott still changes into a t-shirt for the postgame availability. 
<laughs> well, you know, he wants to extend out that casualness. And maybe, honestly, maybe my man's a little sweaty. I can see that. I've, it was a long sleeve, it, right? I've seen a couple of times whenever he's... And I, I'm not trying to get on my man. I mean, that's, you know... He's your man now? That, well, I mean, that's the uh, Thunder coach. So I guess we're going to be rolling with him for a bit, aren't we? So... But uh, he's, uh, you know, if he's a tad sweaty, might as well, you know, get out of game. I mean, they let the players shower. How come the coach can't, you know, freshen up a bit? I'm, I'm not saying that he shouldn't freshen up, but I just... You got so to gotta be fresh to death whenever you show up in front of the press. How many times have I told you that? I mean, yes, but also this is Zoom, so does it really matter? I mean, I'm fresh to death right now just with you and Matt right just on the radio. Don't think I'm not. I mean... I didn't need to know that information. Don't, I don't think. Don't tell us if you have pants on or not. I don't think we we don't need to get into that. But what we will get into <laughs> is this Thunder <laughs> loss that was actually slightly competitive. And I mean, Mark Dinal even said this in the post game um, about kind of keeping them positive, even though they kept up a good fight. He said that their um, encouragement and their positivity never wavered. They had a good spirit tonight. They kept fighting, and they get themselves up after every game although i feel like tonight they had they had a lead going into the half they had a 12 point lead at one point and then they just have this pretty bleak third quarter of shooting where they only make 21 points toronto outshoots them by eight and then again in the fourth quarter the thunder just kind of let it slip through their fingers there they had a I think they're only down by three, maybe four, maybe. And then uh, Lou Dort kind of let it go at the end, and the Toronto was able to extend their lead. So, um, Jerry, I'll actually go to you for this, and then I'll get Matt's thoughts after. But do you think that they were really, quote-unquote, fighting tonight? Or do you think after Lou Dort scores 21 points, and they kind of have built this substantial lead, and then incrementally... Toronto kind of gets back into the game, then they kind of had to kick it into gear a little bit and kind of keep fighting after that. I mean, if you want to hear the, hear the sizzle of my hot take on that, I would have loved Darius Baisley to step up at that point, right? Dort's yeah, already shown, what, shown off what he was going to do. Uh, where is Moses Brown tonight? You, know, you were talking about invisible. My man had four rebounds. Right. That's about it. He had four rebounds. So Pokashevsky is always going to be Poku. He wasn't hitting, and I and I appreciate Baisley's you know sixteen and eight or whatever, a very steady line. But like I said, sometimes Baisley tends to get some of his stuff in empty calories, and I like to you know in the third quarter he's knocking down shots, and it looked like he was going to kind of charge back and, and be that second guy. Which by the way, why the hell are we talking about Darius Baisley being that second guy on a unit that you know where Dort and Maladon and Brown and, and Pokushevsky are your starters? But that's where we're at right now. And it just it just doesn't seem to uh, to get to where he needs to be at the level he needs to be. He's a good player. He's a decent player. But whenever we start talking about Darius Baisley, we need to start talking about him in you know the same vein as Ty Jerome or Isaiah Roby or Moses Brown, because I don't think he's a guy that you can really depend to shoulder the load like you can now with SGA and Dort. Um, sorry, excuse, excuse Darius Baisley for scoring empty points in the third quarter. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> like, wow, how dare you score in the third quarter? The empty calorie, the empty calories. How dare Here's you? my no, thing. He came back in the fourth quarter and hit two threes once he, once he got back in the game. to like, keep him in the game. I don't know what, like, do we forget about that? 
to me. I mean, no, no, I'm just, say, I'm just saying, like in crunch time, don't we need a little basil? I need some basil. I, I need some basil crunch, but Birdie. No, let, let, let me. <laughs> let, he's, a, he's a big boy. He can talk for himself. Uh, but, <laughs> I, need, I need some crunch time uh, basil, and I'm not getting it. I'm getting the other stuff. I'm getting hors d'oeuvres of basil. I'm getting, oh, would you like a fresh hot cup of basil? But when it comes to crunch time, meal time, where's my man at? Besides Baisley's inconsistency, because that's my biggest issue with him personally as a player, but besides that, my other big issue with him is that I feel like any time he scores, it has almost no impact on the offense and no impact on the players around him. Like The players don't really get hyped for when he scores. It doesn't seem to re-energize the offense at all, and it doesn't seem to kind of bring that extra finesse that when SGA goes off, or when Lou Dort makes a couple threes in a row, it doesn't have that same effect on the entire offense and on the players around him. So I don't know how to think about Lou Dort's like ability to blend in with this team whenever his level of play just kind of feels casual to me. Am I off on thinking about this? <laughs> or uh, I, I think I think you're off about about them not getting hyped when Baisley scores. I think but I think they get hyped when Baisley scores. I don't Baisley really scores. I don't really think so. Like I don't think like I look at the players this is around like draft him. day. Like they didn't go to his birthday party. Why did he not go to his birthday party? His why did his teammates not go to his birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, Bert, listen. Matt Burton obviously has a different uh, view on what Baisley. I mean, so I mean, where is Baisley right now? Uh, do you feel comfortable in no, putting I, the ball in Baisley's hands in you know in in times of trouble, if you will? I completely agree. He with with Christine. He has been inconsistent this year, and I've said this. It feels like every post game show. I feel like these are getting repetitive at this point. These post-game yeah, there's only shows. so many ways we um, can say. Yeah, Baisley's inconsistent. Yeah, no, he's been inconsistent, um, but. I don't like it's it's so hard because yes these guys are starters on an NBA team but yes these guys are all like 21 years old and 22 years old so I'm not expecting them to light the world on fire right away okay. like I'm I'm giving them way more leeway than like oh wow how come Darius Baisley didn't go like take over the game whenever the game is on the line like I mean well, I I, I, I don't know I like I'm not trying to put like crazy amount of pressure on these guys right away whenever they can barely drink alcohol legally here in this country. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, but, just, I'm, but, just, I'm being more patient, Burton, I think. But Matt Burton. I think I'm more patient. That's it. Look, I, w- I just want you to pay attention to the top five, and you do. And you're, you're, I'm, I'm giving you full credit on this, right? Who's the first-round draft pick? Who's the first-round draft pick in that starting lineup? you got an undrafted dude. you got an undrafted dude. Poke, you don't think Poku's trying to... <laughs> Go out there and do everything he can for what he's doing. He is to to his own detriment, actually. But you got the undrafted guy in, Mal- in uh, Dort. You got the second rounder in Maladon. You got a two way player in, in Brown. Baisley and he's and Baisley's been in the system. Poku's a rookie. Baisley should be the dude. And it's not an un- you know it's it's not um, an unfair amount of pressure on him. He should be the dude. He's been there the longest. He has I think the the better feel of the offense and what should be going on right there, and you can just tell that he's not the number one dude. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think that's his game, though. I don't think that's ever going to be like his game where he's... I think he's a like good complimentary piece down the road. I don't think he's ever going to be like, hey, Darius Baisley, go win us a game. My thing with Darius Baisley, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of what Jerry was saying, but 
he kind of has been playing a little bit out of position in the beginning of the season and still trying to find his spot with this team. And with Al Horford Horford being in for a while and dealing with George Hill and having so many moving pieces and then adding Moses Brown, him having to basically play a three, then sometimes a four, then sometimes a five, like that can be kind of confusing to someone's development when they have to kind of switch up their skill set a little bit and not really know how to get better in every area when the area they need to get better in is changing from game to game and um, lineup to lineup with how insane this lineup has been. So I kind of tend to give a little bit more leeway with Darius Baisley in this situation that he's in right now. But even then, I do expect a little bit more consistency from someone, like you said, Jerry, that has been with this team for a while, that has been able to learn from guys from Al Horford. Like, he, like he should be playing at that level of... Lou Dort kind of at this point because he had a lot of rest time to watch, to learn, to recognize scenarios faster and to be able to play the game that he wants to play. But it seems like he's not able to do it. But I don't necessarily think he was the worst player tonight. So I kind of want to get into who was the worst. We're good! Tanking! you go ahead and go first. Who was your tank commander of the game tonight? Uh, it's Moses Brown. Easily. It's Moses Brown. I don't even know who Kim Birch was the other uh, starting center for the Raptors. I I mean, 0 for 3 from the field and I think all three were dunk attempts and two of them got blocked. And then I know he had another one stripped from him from a good pass from Pokashevsky. Put that down as a potential assist for Pokashevsky. Um, and then, <laughs> and then uh, no, but and then Moses, like, what? Where, where's his uh, rebound? Four rebounds. Um, yeah, that's a uh, tough night for for Moses. All right, Jerry, go ahead. I was right there with um, with with Birdie, with, with Birdie back there, Maddie, Birdie, whatever you want to call. I was back there with Birdie back there until I saw the post game. My man, Moses Brown, wore a Doug Supernaw shirt. Where are my, where are my late '90s country fans right not now? Here, not not here. here. Let me I tell don't you, call Jerry. him Daddy. Long tall Texan. You're gonna have to go. Red Rio Grande. We don't. Doug Supernaw. He wore a Doug Supernaw shirt. That is so awesome. I, here, let me equate that, that to rap. A, that is such a bias. I'm from Yukon, man. If I if I ever listen to country, I'm only listening to the goat. That yeah, would man, be I'm like him Houston, wearing Garth Brooks, about this? baby. That would, okay, you're from Houston. That would be like him wearing a Devin the Dude shirt. Nothing. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one, Jer. Okay, how about Okay, how about in boy bands? That's the equivalent to wearing LFO. You get what I'm saying? It's not in sync. It's not Backstreet Boys. It's not 98 degrees. It's LFO. It's Doug Supernaw. Doug Supernaw. Doug Supernaw is okay, that Jerry, equivalent. Okay, Jerry, we get it. We get it. Anyway, it's uh, it's it's Shvi Mikhailuk. Where the hell yeah, was Super Shvi? Yeah, where was is. the Where was the Super Soldier tonight? Where was the, 
he was he was basically I guess he heard Oklahoma sign those uh what you call it, those Eastern Washington boys, and he knows his Kansas uh team's in for a taste. That's all I know. What? You're not right, Christine. I'm not getting into that. That is the Shree. last thing I'm talking about. Shree Mikhi- I... Shree Mikhi- Luke. <laughs> Can you okay? That's a pop up a hairball there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, gotta open up another one. I... <laughs> oh you're like mm. I just oh. I was so mad about this. Literally Oklahoma basketball, like their social media page, retweeted a March Madness tweet about how they like blistered Kansas, these two guys, and I was like, Alright. It's already begun. But Oh, guess who's winning guess who's winning in Lawrence this year? I'm calling it now. You're calling it now? You're calling your I shot am now? I'm calling it. Yep. Hmm. Tanner Groves and his brother J- Jacob. Almost oh, look at, the, look at these guys. Fresh from Coachella. <laughs> They're going <laughs> to smoke. They are going to smoke the Jayhawks up in Lawrence this year. And then smoke whatever else afterwards. Anyways, back anyway, to the thunder. Shri Mikhailuk is There's your a fog take. joke in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is a fog joke. I just don't want to. I'm not going to. Don't roll the window down. The fog's going to be in their car. <laughs> mm, Could have done better, but I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to agree with Matt on this one. It's got to be Moses Brown, right? I mean, for him to be so invisible down low, which is somewhere where he's supposed to shine and he's supposed to be confident, for him to only get four rebounds tonight and only. I mean, first of all. Okay, fine. You don't make any points, have enough fight, whatever. But he only attempted three shots. You got to be able to make your space down low, and you've got to be able to find your shot better than that, and to be able to ask for the ball more and be more confident down there. And what we've seen from him, this was just a really weird night, I think. So I just didn't understand where he was in the offense, and I don't think he did either. This was a weird night. You had Chris Boucher. Hit six of nine nice threes. Nice. Um, just slingshotting it over his head. Like, you guys <laughs> yeah, are, so, the weirdest you guys are so immature. Oh, <laughs> oh please. Says yeah, you. That, yeah, what a weird night. Weird night. Jerry calling us immature. Anyways, <laughs> the Thunder lose 112 to 106. But stay with us because after we get back from this break, we're going to be taken around the association by none other than... Good old birdie behind the glass. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show. Presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. Six in the morning when I made the county line. Woohoo! I got to talk to I can't get Slip it off play. my mind. This song sounds like it's gonna make me depressed. Yeah, um, actually the vibes are off. Now. Hold on, let 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 the chorus drop. Am I gonna get in trouble for playing? <laughs> Great question. I, I think it's a Jerry Ramsey question actually. Back in the nineties, we'll do incremental uh, mutes of it, and then oh. <laughs> Back in the nineties, we didn't say nah. We we were we had super nah. Doug Supernova. I really hate yeah. that so much. <laughs> this is... In the video, there's a kid. It looks like it looks like Mr. Supernova is a uh, stepdad picking up his kid. Yep. There you go. Okay. 
Man, I can cool. smell the state. I can smell the state fair from here. <laughs> oh. Oh my God! I just smelt straw. How is that possible? Uh, Moses Brown wearing the Doug Supernaw shirt tonight. That that was a win. I don't care if they've lost. It was it ten in a row? And uh, is it twelve of the last 11. thirteen? Is <laughs> ten in a row? Ten in a row. Ten in a row. Eleven of the last thirteen or something. Eleven of the last twelve, whatever. But him wearing the Doug Supernaw shirt just that that is everything to me. <laughs> that is everything to me. I'm so glad one of us is having fun. <laughs> this is the first Take Thunder postgame show. Thunder lose 112-106, but don't worry. That means that they're getting the job done. They're one step closer to a good draft pick, which would catapult them into a possible playoff contending spot next season. But it's that special time of the show where we find out who also helped the Thunder get a better draft position. So, Matt, take us around the association. Gladly, the uh, New York Knicks. Got a win in overtime uh, in Madison Square Garden against the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. Zion Williamson had 34 points, nine boards, and one huge smile on his face on postgame when asked if he liked playing in New York. <laughs> he was like, oh, he, he, he could to... not stop gushing about New York. Oh, it's the Mecca. It's my favorite place to play other than New Orleans. Other than Just, New Orleans, oh. of course. But, man, that dude asked that question and the smile that ensued from Zion so after pure. he asked it. So pure. Oh, get, me, get me out of here. Get me out of here. <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> uh, the Ryan's Atlanta Hawks get a win tonight in Atlanta, 129-117 over the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Clint Capella had 25 points and 24 rebounds tonight. Good for Clint Capella. Oh, we're just going to forget about Trey Young's 34 and 11. Yeah, that's not relevant. Oh, yeah, he read, also had 34. Read the room, Birdie. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you said boomer. Um, <laughs> the, the Miami Heat get a win in Miami tonight, 109-107 over the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving with 20 points. Landry Shamit led the way with 30. Um, okay. Uh, and Bam Adebayo had 21 and 15 and one game winner. Bam Adebayo hitting the game winner. Love to see that. Uh, former Thunder great Trevor Reza, 15 and 9. Wow. He can actually play still. I like that. Crazy. Good for him. The uh, Charlotte Hornets get a win tonight. 109-101 over the Portland Trailblazers. How'd my boy do? Uh... Let's see. Is there any Kansas players? Uh, nope, he didn't play. Sorry. Come on. Devontae Graham didn't play. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Because, I mean, you know why. <laughs> I'm so offended. Yeah, it's okay, though. It's all right. The uh, Houston Rockets. Yes. Those Houston Rockets get a win in Orlando tonight, 114 to 110 for their 15th hey, of the year. Hey. Their 15th hey, of the year. Hey. How about that? Good How about that? Yeah, right. that is just a battle of two bad teams. Kind of like the game that we saw tonight. Uh, the Kings get a win in Dallas tonight, 121-107 to over the Mavericks. De'Aaron Fox had 30 points and 12 assists. And uh, let's see, Luka Doncic, 37 points, 8 rebounds for him. And... A uh, game that just tipped off the Timberwolves in Los Angeles tonight to take on the Clippers. And that is around the association. But, 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 we but. need to 
go over to Tankathon. Of course. Need to go over to Tankathon because the Thunder is still in the five seed. In the reverse five seed, excuse me. You'll love to see it. Reverse five seed, but they have separated themselves by half a game with this loss tonight from Cleveland. So they are in sole possession of said reverse five seed. Nice. Firmly in the reverse. Let me do let me do a sim. Oh my god. Let me do a sim here. Uh oh, what's it telling me? This computer is this computer is Okay, OKC gets two and sixteen. Houston Houston gets the number one pick. Nice. I like those odds. We're just gonna keep that. Don't re-simulate. Just keep that. Yeah, yeah. I'll send it. I'll, okay. Like I did the other night when send we got it right two, to Adam when we Silver. We got two and five. I'll I'll fold it up. Send it to Adam Silver. Put a bow on it. Put it. Um, also forward that like, not CC but BCC Sam Presti on that. I'll send it to Adam Silver. Be like, hey man, we're both Duke guys. Just do do me this favor. You know, do me a solid. Except you didn't actually go to Duke. That's very true. So that's okay. Most Oklahoma fans didn't go to Oklahoma. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyway. On the flagship station for OU and OU Sports. <laughs> yes. 107.7 The Franchise. You love, to see, you love to see everyone of the franchise so pro-boomer. Anyway. <laughs> I was like, is anyone going to So, the Thunder are sitting at a pretty good position right now to take that reverse five. So, hopefully that they can keep losing... And it seems like that might just happen with SGA not looking as good as they were hoping him to look after getting that injury report. So it seems like he will be out for a tad bit longer, which if you are a fan of the tank, you are kind of a fan of that report. Obviously, you want the best for him, but it seems like he's going to be out for a while, which means that the Thunder will probably still be losing. In all seriousness, I do miss watching Shea play. Me too. He was playing so well this year. Uh, Jerry, how do you feel about Shea being no, out this year? don't ask long? him. Don't ask him. Jerry, don't no, answer that. No, that's awesome. We did not ask uh, no, him I love, I love him with his jean jackets on the sidelines. <laughs> I love the one with the flowers. Look like one my grandma had when I used to take her to bingo. Way to go fashion-wise there, Sudja. I feel like... Uh friend of the franchise Adam Francisco would have a lot to say against that they don't listen no one no one talks back to me you've been there <laughs> I am saying, I think I am literally old. everyone <laughs> talks back to you Jerry I don't think I've met a soul that just lets you keep on going because if we did that I don't think you'd ever shut the, up the world would be a better place and nobody <laughs> talks bad nobody talks bad about your fashion sense either Jane. no no i mean obviously people are going to you for fashion expertise every single time you step into the studio don't get me started with my new balance 519 those 519s are a hot flame fires and everybody knows it yeah, jerry, jerry if i, I got the new balance because you're the only dude i know who can pull off the new balance dad shoes and a newsies hat <laughs> You don't know if I'm mowing the lawn or going to the club. I don't know. Yeah. We're about to go sell some papers in the 1950s. Is he going to bring out his jazz shoes next? Going to do some tapping in those new balances? Man, come on now. Waiting to excel. I got to finish this up. I mean, we got to finish it. I want to see what happens to Whitney Houston. Okay. I guess Jerry doesn't like anyone actually calling him out on anything. So, Jerry... For yes. us to start finishing up here, any final thoughts on tonight's game or how you know this is going to help the Thunder in the future? 
Here's what I think. I think that Team Canada is going to have a bunch of dead ballers <laughs> whenever we finally roll around to the Olympics. Uh, Bobby Boucher uh, with the game, uh, the game, game clincher, that was awesome. Dort playing the way he is. SGA, obviously the third or fourth best player in Canada. Uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. The Team Canada has this stuff going. As far as uh, Toronto, welcome to the tank machine. They didn't get there in time. Uh, I love it that the Thunder and solidly in the reverse five. 14 games is the longest losing streak in uh, Thunder history. They're four games away. In the future, it looks pretty good. Indiana's a good team. Uh, the Wizards have been playing better. So, I mean, 14 is, is a lot closer than you might think. Matt. Got anything else to add? Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't really have a whole lot to add about this game. I feel like I blacked out at one point. Um, just, yeah, two two bad teams. Two bad teams just fighting it out. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't That's know. why you're this, the best this, in the business, Bernie, you're the best very, in the business. That's what I'm saying. What I said earlier, what I said earlier about this is getting repetitive this is what I'm talking about. I'm trying to find new ways to say, yeah, the Thunder, so get creative, the Thunder lost again to a, another bad team. Again. Like, I don't know what else to say. Vibes were great for the Thunder when you think about the future, I think. Them only losing by six tonight. That's only two possessions. So it was a good game. Very competitive game. Fun to watch, actually. But they still lost, which remains to be a good factor for them as they're going to be heading towards this draft pick. And hopefully they'll be able to get someone that will actually fit into this offense, fit into the defense a little bit, and work well with the players they already got. So I guess that will do it for us here because, again, can't get too repetitive about it. The Thunder lose again. Jerry, thank you for joining us. I can't believe that Whitney is actually dating that married dude. Thanks, Jerry. Thank appreciate you, Jerry. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, leave him, girl. All right, you guys take it easy. Hi, Jerry. I am done. And so are oh, we man. tonight. The Thunder lose 112 to 106 against the Toronto Raptors. They will be facing. I just like had a brain fart right now. The Indiana Pacers tomorrow night. So we'll be back again. Hopefully with a better crew, not involving Jerry, because um, this has been way too long. <laughs> He's had too long of a too long of a stint with us. Yes. So hopefully we can be in full force tomorrow. But again, the Thunder lose one twelve to one oh six. I am Christine Butterfield, and that was Matt Burton.